y a un barème quand tu laisses un corps, c'est-à-dire tu fais trois fois son poids, normalement un homme moyen comme cette victime-ci, c'est trois fois son poids. Mais sinon, par exemple, ça change, hein, tu as pour les enfants ou pour les nains, ça change. Pour un enfant, est... il est plus léger, un enfant, hein. c'est deux fois son poids, c'est quatre fois son poids. Comment Non, non, parfois, par exemple, pour les nains, c'est une fois son poids, c'est beaucoup plus lourd. Hein. Les os sont beaucoup plus lourds chez un nain, donc c'est une fois le poids. Une vieille dame, par exemple, ou un vieil homme, cinq fois le poids. Les os sont poreux déjà. Hein. L'amour, elle laisse comme une traînée de soufre derrière lui, comme une odeur qui traîne. Et que malgré tout, dès que tu rencontres quelqu'un, tu sens, un peu comme quand tu vas pisser, et que tu sens tes doigts. Un jour, ta machine. Tu vois, généralement, au début de mois, je me paye un petit facture. Hein. Je me lève le matin, et je prends un matinée pour récolter les pensions. Ce qui me permet, par la même occasion, tu vois, de, de repérer les, les vieux qui ont de l'argent. Hein. Nous sommes une équipe de télévision. Oui. Et nous effectuons un reportage sur les vieilles personnes et la solitude oui. dans les grandes cités. Oui. Auriez-vous l'obligeance de répondre à quelques questions, s'il vous plaît Oui, je veux bien. Ça un peu ta lumière. <rire> non, coupe ça, imbécile Transmission va commencer dans 5 secondes from now. 5, 4, 3, Welcome to Waffle on Podcast. My name is Simon Meddings. I'm Mark Kelly. And it's hot, mate. It's bloody boiling. It is boiling. It's uh, sweaty balls. You might hear weather. that we didn't like the uh, scutter the Sahara. <laughs> but we've just got a... We've got a fan on <laughs> behind us. But yeah, yeah. We're, we're very I, good. I said that. They were like, Shelley's just looked at me. No, like, no, no connection yeah. whatsoever. No, 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 no. No, no. no. Should have said to Pete. Because Pete's, Pete's into his, uh, into his mind. He's going to listen. One of our work colleagues, new work colleague at our yeah. factory, is uh, he's going to listen to our podcast. I've built it up too much. No, no, joking it, yeah. He should know, it's me and you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Can't yeah. build it up too much. Bloody yeah. hell. But uh, welcome to the show. It's very hot here in this uh, in England. Um, we're not used to this kind of weather. No, it's, no. We're not. We're, we're umbrella men at the end no, of the day. No, no. But um, when we're not in the, at work, it's lovely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so we are talking about a very diversive film uh, today. But before we get into the cooks of that, uh, Kel, have you got anything you want to mention before we go on in? I've got a book I want to talk about. You got anything you want to talk about? Uh. Mm. No. I think uh, not really. Like I, said, I think, like I said, I'm really into cinema at the moment, so that's mm. good. I, was, I still want to get people a big shout out to go to the cinema. Mm. We need to go to the cinema because I was speaking to the manager two weeks ago. They're, they are in dire straits at the moment, and that's uh, not to see them. That's being funny, but it's you, changing. You read what you say, man. Well, yeah, he's, right. he, like I said, I think. Six screenings of the Avengers and one, not one thing of an independent film. No, that was the big Vinny problem. Sorry. But I think, like I said, they're hoping now that when, because uh, lockdown's ending, kind of. 
sort of. Yeah. That people might feel more relaxed because I think they were saying at the moment there's a lot of people who just don't want to sit in a film for three hours with a mask on. Mm. I can understand that. That's what I remember. I mean, really, at the end of the day, it's I'm not, not that hard. Oh yeah. Just hold a cup of cup. We all know the trick. Yeah. Just buy something. Hold a cup. Yeah, because ultimately, well, who doesn't buy a drink when you're in the cinema? Exactly. You can't drink for a mask, can you? Yeah. I suppose it, I suppose you could easily have a. Well, you don't want to do one of them shields on, yeah. Because then if you spit on it or you sneeze at it, then you're going to see that on there. I think the trouble is, like I said to you, because I know you keep banging on to me. I do. Cats. I do. Oh, your cat's coming in. You got your cat there. Yeah, well, he's been out all day. The black and white one. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah he's, he's sneaking oh, back yeah. in. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, my cinema where I go to, to look, I do like my little cinema, it's quite, it's quite nice. Uh, I've got two actually, but um, they're not putting on films in the time that I can go because unfortunately yeah. I have to get home yeah. for my little and to get in from school. If they only put it on half an hour earlier, they might be there, because like I've, said, only got, I've only got a few months left of that though. So. Yeah, exactly. I think they're, like I said, it's interesting that the manager was telling me from UCI that they'd done a survey from when it was open for that six months. Hmm. In that, all that scene didn't have one outbreak of COVID. Oh, really? And he said that's mad to me. Mm. He said pubs could be open, the restaurants could be open for all that time where there are loads of outbreaks. Restaurants, I mean, cinemas now, big building, circulating there. I, I think the thing is, as well, though, is that when you go to the cinema, generally you tend to go with just majority of the times it's one, one other person or yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, apart from if you're a, a family or something like that, a family kids. But nine times out of ten, the majority of people who go is maybe one or, or up to three people. Yeah, so yeah. on that one, you can you can organise it a lot better. You know, you don't need to sit there. I mean, I, I still have this thing where I don't quite understand when you go to the cinema, you sit down to watch a film and someone sits by you. Yeah, no, that is really weird. Well, what, well why? You know, yeah, yeah, that like, is even really if weird. even if the person on the desk has put you next to you, you walk and you go. So I've been, it's like been finished. Yeah, me too. Where am I going to sit? Yeah. Mm, <laughs> let me see. <laughs> oh dear. So I'm hoping I can get back. To, I'm looking forward to Friday mornings back in the cinema again, and uh, I'm, I'm hoping because my cinema is the Empire Cinema. Yeah. Uh, so I'm hoping that gets on. If not, I can go to the View Cinema. Views are right, isn't which it? Which is about the only thing. I'm going to pay for parking. So yeah, I'm yeah. a bit tired. Like so that. and the R6 is completely gone now. Um, no, it's been brought back out again, but at the moment it's been used as the COVID centre. So oh, do you think it'll uh, be going back to what it was before? I don't know. I think it will do. There's a lot of interest in it. I mean, the thing is, though, they were pulling in the money, but the trouble is, is that they ran out, their lease ran out, and the, the, the council wouldn't pay for it. They'll, they'll pay for their own pay rises, but they won't pay for something artistic. Or over, and they were getting big name uh, comedians there. They were doing their kind of... Um, the pre-running shows, so you know, before they'd do the national tour, they'd go to small little places. Solil had it quite quite regularly where they're having. So Bromsgrove had it where you get like a comedian would come along, try out their stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And if it didn't work, they'd take it out, and then you go on there. You know, we had loads of them. You know, Henning Van was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, What's his name? The one who does the science podcast with Brian Cox. Uh, and, Robin. And Darla O'Brien. What's his name? Uh, is it Robin? Robin Ince. Robin Ince. Robin Ince. Oh, no, no, yeah, so I, I saw Black Widow. I saw Black Widow via Disney Plus. It's amazing. I, I really enjoyed it. It's amazing, it. isn't it? Yeah. I think to me that's because I went in with such low expectations. A bit like Loki. Don't you think? I think so. I, I, think I, I, did, I didn't expect much of Loki. Mm. I, I don't really care. But it, in the end, I think exactly my, the most I enjoyed out of all the series has been. You know what? I'm not saying it's as good as One Division. Good one. No. It's amazingly made. I think they have said though. You've watched it all now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so go back and watch the last episode of One Division. Right, the last episode. You hear the music at the end is Doctor Strange music, the same with, with Loki. Oh, so it all kind right. of links yeah, up. Oh, kind of links. Because, because you hear um, in One Division, you hear she hears her children. Well, why was she the kids? They didn't exist. 
But in the other in universe, ah, oh, right. So that all comes in. But yeah, no, I've really enjoyed uh, Black Widow, and the great, and, and I know this goes against slightly what we've been talking about the cinema, because I paid twenty quid to watch it at home. It's now it's unlocked, so means I can watch it any time I want. Yeah, that, that's good. Eh? So that's quite good to do because oh. it would have cost me twenty quid going to cinema. Exactly. Uh, I wanted to bring up a book that I've read. Um, it's by Robert Sellers, and it is a book on Oliver Reed. So if you're a fan of Oliver Reed. There's been. A, I've read a couple of autobiographies. Don't read his own autobiography. Read all about it. It's the, it's just a mess of lies. It's just, a Rick Mayall kind. It's of. a Rick Mayall one. Yeah. It's just literally just a, a exaggerated versions of things that might have happened. Uh, Evil Spirits is one book, which is a pretty good book. Um, I, I've had that for years now. That, that, that is a really is good, a good book. book. The only problem with that, it was sort of, it didn't show it. It didn't show that much negative side of him in there. No. Towards the end, it did a bit, but you were saying this one. But the Robert Sellers one, who's well known for writing excellent uh, autobiographies. He also did the Hellraisers book, which we were both big fans. Really, of. really you lent me that originally. Yeah, really good book. Um, and it's called. No, it's called. Oh, what kind of lunacy is this? I'm going to put the link in in on our uh, Facebook page and also on our the email that you get through from and join us. Join us on Waffle on Podcast at Gmail dot com. Um, uh, do you want to buy that? I will, but I will yeah, buy that. Yeah, yeah. Do, 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 do. I did like that book. Do you want you? But I just wanted a bit more. Yeah, this is sort of the damage it caused around him. That's what this book is all about. It's yeah, really, yeah. it's really interesting. I mean, I've always been a huge fan of Ollie Reed. Probably the myth more than the actual acting. Uh, but it kind of does. You could just knock you back a little bit. It kind of, as you knew that Keith Moon was an arsehole. Well, that's why I've never wanted to read that movie alone. Because uh, I, I, I like the thought of it, but it said you read that and you think it's no, not. No, it's I've smart. read that. It's a massive, it's a really thick yeah. book. Uh, it's called the life, the life and death of a life and thing of Keith Moon. Moon the Loon. It's They're going to make the same book. Yeah. Yeah. It's both the same book, but they re-release it with a different title. And I did have that, but I, I think I sold it on somewhere along the line. But that's a really good book. But it's a bit of a read. It, you wouldn't think it could be that that much. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to great, great detail about it. So, Kel, what are we talking about today? Man bites dog. And what aren't we doing before we normally do it? <laughs> Not playing any theme tune. There's no theme tune. There's also no clips in this film because it's actually well, it's Belgian. It's ba- a Belgian Flemish. film. It's Flemish. No, it's French, Belgian. French. It's French. Not Flemish. Is no, it? no, no, no. That'd be uh, that's, that's uh, Belgian. Yeah. No, I think it is you've got, French. Yeah, you've got a bit of well, Belgium mm, split into like you've got French that speak French and Flemish. So yeah. I think this is French. I think it's French. French. And oh, like I said, some we might have some Flemish listeners out there from Belgium who go. How dare you say this? But yeah. I can't. Well, I, no, and I, I can't. I'm going to say straight away. Um, I apologise for what I'm going to read out because obviously, um, the Belgium actors and directors. You're right about you, so you're really worried about the name. Really. I am really worried about. I'm really <laughs> yeah. worried about the, saying the name. So please do forgive me. Um, because I'm English and because we're ignorant we don't speak any other language no, no, no. Um, so this is a film that has uh, really it's divided um, our listenership and it's also divided me and you on our opinion of the film and we haven't deliberately not talked about it so yeah we, when we, literally, we, you know, we talked about it a little bit yesterday and a little bit today but mm. mainly because like we were talking about this when we were talking about what podcast it wants to talk about films that were sort of important in our lives mm-hmm. not saying this is like bloody Florence of Arabia but <laughs> when this come out we were the right age where we were lapping up films like this weren't we yeah we were 19 19 and we loved extreme stuff yeah. as well as we go through other films around about that time that we all loved as well so we said, let's just do this after 25 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is scary. And it's scary. was this the first time you've watched it since we yeah. saw it at the cinema? Yeah. Because I haven't been mind I had it on video. Oh, I didn't watch it on the cinema, I watched it on video. Oh, so you watched my video? Uh, yeah, at the okay. time, because I used to watch your videos a lot when we were mm. living together. Um, when I, you had girlfriends and I was at the home. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. anyway, so, I, I, you know, 
And I, when I, before I put it on, I thought, I tried to picture my head what the film, and I couldn't remember any bits. Oh, really? I couldn't. Okay. I think. So it's always new then? It was new. Obviously, yeah, but because of my opinion of this film, it made sense when I thought, oh, that's why I didn't remember that, because oh, okay. I blocked it out of my memory. Yeah. And we'll go through this as we go on, wouldn't we? Because yeah. Well, we, we kind of, we, we, as you know, we, we tend to change our formula of the podcast. Yeah. We're not gonna, we're not gonna go through this film uh, like uh, we would uh, do every bit. Nice. No, and also we've got, we're not gonna really do that from now on because we, we feel that you as a listener should get more out of our podcast of just me and Kel talking about the stuff. Um, we'll pick out bits, obviously, that stand out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so this is Man by Stug. Um, the French uh, title for this is, and again, I do apologise. Cies arrive près déchets vu, which literally means it happened near your home, which actually makes more sense. Uh, yeah, yeah I've got to say, The Man Bites Dog is not a great title. There's a reason for that. What? Is that there is a reason for it. Then. I think so, and I think I screen grabbed it. So if I just. Because I, I, I just don't think it, it. I know it's sort of like a joke thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of meant to. The phrase uh, Man Bites Dog describes a phenomenon in journalism. Which an unusual, infrequent event is more likely to be reported as news than as ordinary, everyday occurrence, such as dog bites a man. Yeah, the yeah. result is that rare events often appear in headlines, while common events rarely do, making the rare events seem more common than they actually are. Again, this is I, I read, I read quite a bit of articles, and there's, there's quite a bit of literature about this film. Oh, there's no doubt. Film students there's and no doubt. Like that. It's, it's an important film. Oh yeah, uh, uh, I, I think we'll probably get into this. that we were saying, weren't we, that that early 90s, a lot of cinema was sort of pushing, all because mm. of QT, weren't it? He opened up the world to people that, you know, there is other kinds of way of doing well, violence and yeah. portrayal of violence on screen. Because this came out roughly the same time as Reservoir Dogs. Smart, yeah. And you don't, you can't compare this to Reservoir Dogs. No, 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 no. that's the worst thing, is that front cover. Yeah, which That front was, uh, cover is awful. That uh, That is not his character, the way that, I just don't like the cover with the gun like that. Don't you really? No. See, I, actually I like don't that. because I think it looks too generic. It does a little bit, but with that's a dumb, actually, with a dummy on it and that. That's, that's the European poster days, right? This is not what you saw in England and America and Australia. All right. That is not there. It's that a pair of dentures. Makes, makes okay. sense with the... Because that he, doesn't, doesn't happen. he doesn't kill a baby in the film. He kills a child. Yeah, but not a baby. Kill a baby. But... You, if you do, some people probably haven't even noticed that that's a dummy or a pacifier to our American yeah. friends. Yeah. Um, he's got the right gun though. But I loved that. That inspired me. That did. I know you love that. I did because stuff. I like that kind of. Because yeah. that's quite a shock value. That is. Well, yeah. what's his, that's a baby. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. just killed. Of course, you watch it and you're going, "Well, where's the baby?" The whole point is the fact that it's a media point. This is what I think our, our comment, not our argument, but our conversation nah, is going to be because a lot of this film is taking expectations yeah. of media. To the level yeah. because but even that that even the blurb on it well that's it's so wrong that is but that's that's unfortunately when you're trying to sell a film you use a quote and that's from the guardian yeah uh, makes reservoir dogs look like muscles it's, not, it's, not, it's, a, it's a different okay. thing completely but it is a Cannes prize winner yeah um, you know deliciously depraved by gq appallingly funny by film 93 film 93 and was very very still there 93? I'm not sure. Mm, or was he yes, I think he was. Oh, I think he was. Did you watch the short film, by the way? No, no, no. I did see four. That's the. I know. I just, I just ring. I wanted to ring it out myself. Oh, did you really? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Okay, uh, it's classed as a uh, Belgian black comedy from 1992 in a crime mockumentary. It was written, produced, and directed by Rennie uh, Balvo, 
Andre Bonzel and Benoit Poulvaud, uh, who are also the film's co-editor, cinematographers, yeah. and lead actor, respectively. Um, I'm not even going to read all that, that because literally it's story by, and they, they do everything. They are film students at the point of this. Uh, Benoit is the only one who's gone on to do... I was going to say... He's, he's, you look at his IMDb list, a, a huge, huge uh, amount of films, yeah. He recently did one which to do with um, uh, the, 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 um, Synchronised Swimming, which ironically came out at the same time as the British version. Did uh, the one with he Biden, does that, yeah. yeah. I, he, he look, he, you wouldn't probably wouldn't recognise him, nah. he hasn't got much hair, but I mean, this is you know, nearly on 30 odd years yeah, old. Yeah. So, I mean, you know. Um, the cast and the crew are made up of friends and family and fellow film students. Which you can tell, can't which you? If you, you can look, tell, if you, if you look into it. If you really look into it. If the first time you'd seen it, I don't think you'd know what you'd seen. I, I honestly don't think you could tell. You really couldn't tell. Um, it was released on the 12th of September 1992 uh, in New York in the 9th of October and general in the 1990 States on the 5th of January 1992. It runs for 95 minutes, the one that we've got. There is an edited version of three minutes less. Um, it had a budget of something like 33,000 US dollars, I think. What? Yeah, it was a million French francs, um, which is right. But you think that, if they did that now, it'd be even cheaper because they wouldn't have to use film? No. They could shoot it on the phone now. I don't think it, oh, it, yeah, 33,000 and it made 205,000 US dollars. So it, it, made, it, it made the money. It's the expression, washed its face, you know, it, that expression, yeah, washed exactly. its face. Yeah. Um, the brief synopsis of this, which says us to is the film follows a crew of filmmakers following a serial killer recording his horrific crimes for a documentary they are producing. At first, dispassionate observers, they find themselves caught up in the increasingly chaotic and nihilistic violence. The, the film received the Andre Cravens Award for Best Film by the Belgian Film Critics Association, and since its release, the picture has become a cult film and received a rare NC-17 rating for its release in the United yep. States. Uh, Benoit Poulivard was born September 22nd, 1964, so he's 56 years old, but yeah. in uh, Namur, Belgium, so I hope I said that right. He's an actor and screenwriter, but he's actually been working since 1983, so he'd already been doing acting stuff 10 years before. Yeah, you can, theatre stuff, not you can see first He film. knows how to stand and how yeah. to speak to the camera. And I don't care, you know, even like we did when he did like uh, Bad Taste, mm. you've got to have someone who knows. I know you said, like Clark was all funny, but he knew what, you've got to know. I know they said we're Tarantino as well, but yeah. he'd been to film school, hadn't he? He'd been to film You've got to know. I don't like to say that. I don't way. think you could just do a film without any knowledge. I, I don't, you could do student films, like yeah. Edgar Wright did a couple, yeah, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Adam, Adam and Joe and stuff like that. I think that. a proper film, you've got to know where to stand. Uh, I mean, when I made The Egg, uh, I went into that with total, um, and I like to think I know a lot about films mm. and making it and writing it. When we shot that, it, we, me and Ray were all over the place because we, one, we didn't quite know who was directing it because it was my film. But in the end, I turned out and said, I think it's best if you do this because he was filming it. I said, Let's, I'll, I'll just tell you where I want, you direct it. But it turned out okay, actually, yeah. only because of good editing. But to do a full, you've got, I mean, this, took, this film actually took two and a half years to make. Okay, so very similar to, to, to Bad Taste. taste. Um, and there's one bit where you could tell there's there's one bit I think it's in when they're in that disused factory when they're walking along and they're just doing that and they're walking along. if you notice he's got a lot of hair oh. and then towards at the beginning he's receded a little bit more so over the two and a half years of them doing it I mean it didn't they he wears the same clothes all the way through apart from when he's strange enough wearing a vicar's outfit which is a little bit weird, weird. That's it never goes the, into explanation of why th that is we, we, we'll talk about that later on but yeah. the bit I don't really get me there uh, director Remy Nicolas Lucien Bellevue, uh, born 20, 10th of November 1966, and sadly committed suicide on my birthday in uh, 2006. 
Um, also, on the 4th of February 1990, he was in a four-person gang alongside Noel Goodin and uh, Jean Bucroy, all of whom were fined for throwing a cream pie in the face of American businessman Bill Gates, who was on a visit to Brussels at the time. According to an essay Andre wrote uh, about this film, Ben's family didn't know anything about the plot of the film. Ben's mother and grandparents thought they were filming raw footage of Ben and had no idea that the footage was going to be used in a film in which Ben is a serial killer. Ben's mother was shocked to see her son behind bars when she comes to visit him in prison at the end. Yeah, yeah, So that was all they didn't know. Yeah, like I said, I don't... It'd be really hard to do a film like that now, I think. I think because everyone's so savvy, Mm. people would know you're making a film now, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah. I just realised I was going into the trivia uh, section there because we don't have it. There's no other people we can talk about. Because none of them actors. The, the, the cameraman, um, he, he does commercials and stuff like that now. Um, so I might as well take... Yeah, because when you think about it, it weren't like like Tarantino did Reservoir Dogs and went on to Superstardom. Mm. It didn't for them, did it? For Benoit, he did. He went on to do a lot of things. But you thought the director would have. He yeah. didn't. He didn't want it. He went the opposite direction and went into, I think, almost like copywriting. Um, and wrote adverts and stuff That's like weird, that. He, he went totally the opposite way. I, I don't know how he, how he. I didn't want to research into how he committed suicide or anything like that. But he must have been. Some people could look at this film and go, you know, this is from, the, you know, look how troubled he must have been to do it. I disagree with that. No, no, I don't think that. That's too, that's too easy to say. It's too easy to Some say. Some of the most fucked up writers are really, really normal people. Yeah, well, exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? Because it's, 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 it's don't always work like that. that. No. Um, I mean, it's good not, imagination, isn't it? It's good imagination. I'm not being funny, but Terry Pratchett, right, was a perfectly normal geezer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he wrote about death and, uh, and, and the disc world, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same yeah. with Neil, uh, Neil Gaiman. So, as I say, we, we, there's a lot of killings in this film. I mean, it starts off... Was you shocked by the, the, the opening scene generally is in on a train walking was, through and he kills a woman by grotting her yeah um, what, what was your initial feeling well you know as I was talking to you about this yesterday right that I'm a person where it's a very corny thing I'm going to say now okay do you want me to get a violin out yeah. <laughs> don't think it feel it right okay good that's how I am with all of art mm. I don't overthink about it I have that gut reaction yeah and it, like I said and you know, I don't, I, I, I don't like this film at all. Mm. I really don't like it. And now you know me. I like really, really violent things. Yeah. So it's got nothing to do with the violence. Mm. It's the tone of it and the glee and which is killing. I don't like. Right. Okay. And that first scene, I've completely forgot about it. Mm. And I thought, oh, something horrible. And it's, it's horrible. Yeah. And then straight away, I get that feeling in my stomach. Okay. I get that. Like I get like a heat burning in my stomach. Yeah. That I, feel, I don't like. It's a gut reaction in me. Yeah. Everything I anxiety, like. Anxiety. So, oh yeah, mm. that's good. Like an anxiety where it's like because after this film, it made me want to go and have a wash. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. It just left me. And I said, I've got films that are banned. So that kind of works then. I'm not saying Isn't that. Really. It did make like, like I said. It takes a lot to shock me. Mm. Like my wife always says to me, "All you do is watch violence, death, and horror all the while. Doesn't bother yeah. me." This bothered me. So it's gotta be doing something right. I think it's the way, it is the way it's shot. I yes. think well, this if is, this was shot in a normal film, it would I would have gone, it's fucking nothing. And it's all before. before. Yeah. It's all before because we talked about the same time as this was Henry, wasn't it? Henry Portrait of Silk. Which has got the same I've never seen it since I saw it. No. Have you? Didn't we? Because I remember it? that left that's a really uncomfortable film. I think, isn't we, it? We, I think we own that on video as well. 
Because we didn't see that. Oh, we did see that at the cinema. I think we did see it. Well, it's such a horrible film, isn't it? And I can't remember much of it. If I was, I, I think it's blanking it out yeah. because it's like even when you're 19, it's like mm, mm, this yeah. ain't this ain't brain dead. No. This ain't the Evil Dead that's quite full on, but you can enjoy that, can't you? Yeah, absolutely, because there's a certain comic element to it. There is comic element in this film, but not I the think, violence. But not the violence, no. And I think that's really important, and that's the reason why I like this film. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, no, I, I have no interest in watching it for another ten years. Exactly. And that's not because of the fact that I think it's poor. I think it's. I think it does exactly what it says in a tin. And I'm glad yeah. that you feel that way because it's like what we were saying about people who turn around and said, "I don't watch horror films because they scare me." Yeah, that's yeah. Well. That's the whole point. If you, if, if you came out of this film and thought, oh man, that was Ace Man, I want to watch uh, it again, no, I, I, then you, I think you've missed the premise. Yeah, of what I'd the be worried about. with someone. If, like I said, this is the kind of film where I, I'm anti censorship. Yeah. I used to watch all this stuff when I was a kid, didn't do me no fucking problems. And because you're completely sensitized to violence, but there you go. Yeah, but, but you're desensitized to. Screen, screen violence, violence not I can't, realistic I can't violence. even watch real fights on YouTube you know people go I can't Emma watches my wife no, watches you, you like she watches live leaks she does you know when live leaks yeah I know yeah. So if she loves, I can't even watch that when it's stylised I'm all over it but this isn't stylised yeah but you and, like boxing though, that's and I love boxing yeah. I love martial arts but there's something about this film that I'll tell you whether I had to watch it in half an hour sections oh really couldn't do it I had half hour I don't know and then I watched the next hour, watched the other, and then I watched the last half hour last night. Yeah, the, you know, the last time that I, I ended up doing that was I watched The Architect of Alcatraz. Because um, because I found it so... And I'm, I'm quite... This sounds really weird now. I'm slightly fascinated by stuff like that because I, I'm fascinated by the... I, I just don't understand how people can do that. I think that's the thing. It's, like, it's a bit like the reason why I love watching magic shows because I, I don't quite understand how people can do it. Like, like me, yeah. I can't do it. And also the reason why I love stuff like violin and piano. But with stuff, I don't, I don't understand how anyone could design, architecturally wise, design something that is going to ultimately kill millions and millions of yeah. innocent people. And I'm quite fascinated by that because, but I like psychology. I like what goes into the human mind. Yeah. But I, I had to watch it once a week. I watched it Friday morning for half an hour. I couldn't watch it again because it played on my mind too much. Yeah. You know? And that's a good thing because it should play on your mind. Yeah. And like what you're saying then, that you had to watch Man by Stag in, in, in. I've never done it like that in any film I've ever watched ever. And I mean, I told you, I like a film called Serbian Story. Mm. Now, there's any horror fans out there, Serbian Story is still one of the only films that's banned in the world. Right, that is a hard, I mean, hard, yeah, h horrible, horrible film. But I always sort of, it's quite shot well. Mm, it's, yeah, yeah. So you might you think it's fake. Yeah. All the while, the fakeness is always there because they haven't got any money for effects. Yeah. And they say you got away with gore films when you're a kid because the effects are never that great. So no, you always no. like, it's like Emma looks away and so it's just loads of. The scripts and yeah, that's what I say to my daughter, but you have to understand that in, in their mind. Yeah. Like, the thing is with this, though, as you say, because it's 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 guerrilla. This is guerrilla filmmaking. This is proper oh, this guerrilla is filmmaking, filmmaking, right? So you you're using black and white footage, which I said to you earlier on is more expensive than color footage to develop. It's 16 millimeter film, not videotape, and it's done on a handheld camera. So it's not it's not like a, um, a steady cam. No, it's no, a no. Handheld camera. So you're with Benoit all the way through this. Also, what makes it more realistic is that every character in this film uses their first name. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you've got the, so when someone turns around and goes Jackie. Or something like that, that person turns around because that's their name. Yeah, I think it's a good way of doing it when you're not actors, isn't when it? When you're not actors because you get the thing. Now, going back to the first kill, which is the woman on the train, 
you didn't notice this, but I did because I was looking at it a slightly different perspective. He actually does open her eyes at the end of it. Yeah, like, you're sad as you do it. Like, yeah, it's like when he kills the boy, which is actually, again, really well shot because of the fact that you do look like he's suffocating him yeah. and then he's still breathing. Because obviously, you can't <laughs> yeah. have the little, the little lax. So his breath. Like, yeah, yeah. his breath. And there's probably a lot of sweeties going about it. So that's the first, that's the first kill. Let me just get like that. That's it. It's sort of like, straight away, that like uncomfortable. And I thought, oh no. I remember now. Yeah. What I didn't like about it at the time. And it's an unwritable down. I couldn't write down what it is that leaves me uncomfortable. Mm. It's just, there's, 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 I don't know. It's like that video you used to have from Woolworths. I know, I was going to bring that up actually. Right, this the sums end. up the time it was in the night. We get films like this from Woolworths. Yeah. Which was called Torture. And was, uh, uh, I, d- I think I bought it because I was reading. It was either Fangora. What was that other magazine? So we have all. Was it? You remember? They used to have that other film magazine. Oh, yes, it that, was. Um, it used to have Hot Matt. What's it called now? Yeah, I've still got the very first issue at home. Yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll 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 put it on the Facebook group. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I read it and it said, "Oh, it's just, you know, it's it's all about um, the, the the difference between what a snuff film is and somebody who's it was it was basically the whole thing was proving what what how fake everything is." Yeah, yeah. And one of them was something like a student who fell off a building, you saw the body hit the ground and explode. That was actually a fake one. But, but then also showed uh, executions. real executions. It, execu- it was called executions, yeah. Oh my God. And it had the, the famous one of the bloke uh, who, the, 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 in America, he was being done for tax evasion or something. And he put the gun under his chin. Do you remember the, the slightly fat guy? Yeah, that is still available on YouTube, actually. And he shot himself. You saw his head slightly expand because of the, the force of the bullet. And I remember I was looking at it thinking, oh, that's a bit bad. And loads of people wanted a copy of it. Now, at the time, uh, I had a double video recorder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was doing something, you know, you know pirate. uh, slightly pirating a little bit uh, to, to people at school. He was at school at that time. Yeah. And uh, and selling them for like, I think so. But the amount of people who wanted this, because word had got around, the, the, the people who released it didn't realise really what they were releasing. Oh, no, yeah. The most shocking thing on there what was was a person who uh, was being shot for a crime with his, in, with his mate. It's, yeah, with he's, his, uh, his, he's grasping yeah, his last breath. breath. I still, you know, I can still remember that picture. Still, yeah, he won't leave. And I thought, like, and they banned it in the end, didn't they? They ended up banning it. And horrible. I think he was in Iraq or something like that. He'd done some kind of something because he had Arabic language yeah. on there. And I remember they shot him, and the sign went up over his face. They put the thing down, they shot him again. You saw the bullet go through his cheek and it dislodged his jaw. And then you saw him literally gasping for breath. And I remember watching that. But because I had to re- tape it for people, I think I've been eight times, I got that. I didn't think the word was desensitized to it, but it bothered me so much that I destroyed the tape. It was yeah. a horrible thing. It was horrible. And that was the 90s where they realized that in Woolworths. <laughs> in Woolworths, I know, I know. And it was, it was absolutely, and I remember. Like you said, you can't get it out of your head. The only other thing like, like that is the falling man from 9-11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't yeah. get that out of my head. I don't think anyone in this, in this insane world can get stuff out of No, head. no, no. But going back to this, um, there are elements of that, I think, with, with this. Because there's, it goes from that, and then it cuts to And probably, I have always liked very, very dark humour. I, I always have it darker than this you can't and it literally then goes to the fact that he's having a long conversation now the trouble is and this is this is because the film is subtitled and we, we both prefer subtitled films and dubbed films yeah yeah there is a little bit because there's there's so much dialogue in this film there's poetry in it there's there's explanation philosophy, there's philosophy. philosophy. No, yeah. is that you end up and because I've seen the film a few, uh, not long ago 
I ended up watching the words more than the actual scene, so I was able to try and pick up bits out of it. But I'd love to read the book or read the script of it because he then talks about how you dump bodies in the water, and he's talking about the ballast, the ballast yeah. and he's saying that children should have double their body weight, old people less, and because the bones are porous and all this kind of stuff. Uh, but what makes me laugh about that is the fact that he goes, apart from midgets. midgets yeah, no, yeah. Now there's something about that because yeah. if you look too much into it you are talking about how you dispose of a body you've just killed that's not funny but the whole premise of the explanation and then throwing in something like well midgets are different as well yeah, yeah, there's something funny about it it shouldn't be responses. yeah because it's because you, you, whatever anyone says I know it's a terrible thing to say but a very small person a small actor yeah, like, yeah, yeah. people will always find slightly funny it's yeah, terrible yeah. to say yeah, yeah. but comedy wise you throw that in it's going to add something so you've gone from a quite horrific killing no, so then that, as well. you know, like, yeah, grotting isn't isn't nice, uh, but surely that's the point. Yeah, yeah because if, if you followed a real, if you, if you followed Ed Gain or who's the the handsome one? Oh, Ted uh, Bundy. Uh, Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Yeah, if no, we followed Ted Bundy. Depraved, who, yeah, who? But nice guy. But nice guy. Yeah, Benoit is a nice guy. Yeah, it's a it's weird. It's weird. It's like I said, my thing about this film as well is it's it, it's it's such a weird world that it's in where everyone seems to know he's a serial killer did his family but, know he's but, a serial killer but you don't the thing is though is that you, do, you you don't really know that because the prostitute must do because yeah, later on only later on though because throughout the whole of the film no one talks about what he does for a living no they don't you like, don't know what he the does the only one yet. when he talks to his his, his childhood friend who's his childhood sweetheart i suppose you could turn around and say is, uh, he goes, do you know what Ben does for a living? He goes, well, you have to earn money. That's the only time it's mentioned. All the way through, it's not. Presumably because the actors in it don't know. Well, clearly, uh, Ben Wapilabaz, yeah, yeah. um, mother and father and grandparents didn't know anything about it because they didn't know until they actually, they actually saw the film. He does turn around and say that. He always likes to start the month with a postman, right? and you see him kill the postman, stuff like that. But then he explains the reason why. is because he gets the money yeah. every month. Now, this is a thing that the same falls down, though, because... He talks about at the beginning, doesn't he, that his reason for killing, because he just keeps going that, uh, you know, I'm not doing it for pleasure, I'm doing it for money. Yeah. It's all about money, I want to get money. But that don't make any sense, because some of the people he kills, he doesn't make, he's not like, he's enjoying it. You know, like, when he's like, like, my favourite bit in the film is the bit with the other film crew and the other serial killer, yeah, 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 the yeah, Nightingale, yeah. he yes. talks about him. And that's a personal thing he's got with them, you know, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. the Italians with their small fry. Yeah. And that's why there's bits in it that sort of, I never know, is, there's, you know, there's never any police. This is weird. He's killing all these people, but, but the media are putting it in there. Now, it looks like he's not covering himself up. He's not worried about his. No. But then again, I'm probably thinking a bit too much into but it But also, there. you've got to think that he's killing people. He's not killing people in, in open spaces, right? You know exactly where he's killing them. He doesn't leave any evidence because Jeremy Swire is a shotgun. But, but there again, if you look at modern day crime scenes now, he's wrapping people up in things. So DNA is literally all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it also the fact that, like we talk about now, there's no, no police anywhere? Right? Yeah, yeah, Is that yeah. the same for, for no, New York? No, no, no. Is it's, that the same? But yeah, like I said, we've any interest. I don't know if we've got any Belgian listeners. Well, we've got a few... Well, I know we got well a deal French. I should have asked a deal actually. Yeah, uh, see what it being, you know what. Know, we're fully aware as well that I know Belgian people get really annoyed by being. Yeah, but, we're not saying that. No, no, but they'd be interested to see what that Gallic thing, yeah, what they, what yeah. they. So we're seeing it from a Western, you know, not Western, you know, very English. Mm. And the thing about this film, it's very, very, you know, an English film wouldn't be like this. It'd I, be a lot 
more violent and probably a lot more stylized. But then it wouldn't be real. No, that's a bit more like a geezer gangster film, yeah, wouldn't it? I think that's the reason why I think this works so well because this is I mean, this is one of the first mockumentaries. But okay, you'd have Spinal Tap and you'd have Bad News, but name me something else before this, before '92. Not with a killer. Not, Not with a killer. killer. No. So you've got this now. Later on, we had the Office where everyone was used to it. But it's like when you get the bit where he kills the postman. He's wearing the postman's clothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now that's an interesting thing. That's almost a nod to Ed Gain, isn't it? Really, where he's wearing the, the, the clothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he turns around and again. This is what I find really funny: is that the camera's on him. He's not saying anything, but he keeps looking at the camera. A bit like, um, you know, in, in Bad News, I refuse to be filmed. I refuse to be filmed. Right, and, he, and yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like that where he keeps looking at yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. I like that. That's amazing. It, you do then know from that when he sees the kids with the guns, doesn't he? And he shoots the kids with the gun. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then you get like a quick montage of of killing. That again. That bit's horrible. That you see, see now. I think that it takes you from the humour bit where he's like he's playing with kids, and he's like no. Back to reality. Yeah, yeah. This is what this film's all about. You know, it's not. This isn't going to be a breeze. This isn't like no, no, all no. funny, jokey, jokey. This guy kills people and he kills them for like for a reason. I he, think there's no doubt though. He's definitely a psychopath, isn't he? He's a psychopath. Now, did you like the bit where he got drunk and he said, he said, "Do you know what they used to call me, the octopus?" Did you find that yeah. funny? I, see, I like the bits of philosophy. Yeah. See, I love that bit. Like the, the my favourite bit. The, my favourite is a bit with the ninety guy. But the other bit I like is where he's talking about the gentrification because all the bricks are red. Because it's like red wine, what all the rich people have. I love all that stuff. Yeah. I love the poetry, in it, even though it's bad poetry. Yeah, yeah. Really bad poetry. Every Cantona poetry. poetry uh, yeah, exactly. Or like uh, uh, Jim Morrison. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, oh, oh God, you're not a poet. But that's <laughs> supposed to be a bit of a joke, and they all think they're all deep and that. But you say that when he turns around and says about the brick were red, and he goes, because all the red wine. And he goes, what else is red? Blood. Yeah. And this is what we're here for. Yeah, yeah. And that sums it up. I like because that stuff. It's all kind of like, you know, he, he turns around and he says, you know, this is reality. You, you, you know, they originally wanted to plant loads of trees. They planted yeah. them. Yeah. Did they look after them? No, they let them die. Yeah. yeah. Look at the people here. Look yeah. at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, are they looked after? No, we let them die. Yeah, yeah. And there's part of you then thinks, is he being somebody who goes along and relieves them of their pain to a certain degree? Yeah. In his own world, do you know what I mean? Because you, you've got all this killing, and then you see him getting drunk, and he says, oh, they used to call me the octopus. And he moves his nose. Now, how many times have I seen his ears don't move no he no when he's doing that there's nothing going on and, he's and then there's something else that can move you know, yeah, so yeah. he's got that kind of jokey yeah, kind yeah, of thing yeah. and but the film crew do look uncomfortable with the whole stuff and I like that I like the fact that they see quite because what, what's, what's your thing about Jenny then he, who, who you're not too sure who she is to start off with now do you think she's a prostitute obviously because she, she gets she a phone call well she gets a phone call saying I'm with somebody at the it's moment a bit, it's like and this is the thing like He's obviously paying for sex with her, but you think he could get someone if he's got all the. Because he's, he's constantly somebody's with. He's got loads of money. Or is he a protector? Is he a protector? Yeah, is yeah, he a pimp? Is he a pimp? Because you don't see him have sex with her, don't you? Don't see. You yeah. start getting dressed, but you know he never cuts away, then, yeah. doesn't he? Well, he talks about the sun. He talks about there's a, a tanning booth on the roof, doesn't he? So because you can get you get your ass tanned. Yeah, yeah, whilst yeah. Whilst you're doing it, and that that actually took me really out of the film a little bit because I'm there going, oh, where's this going? And you kind of think. He knows that, and he's very protective over yeah, yeah. it. It'd be very interesting in what you were saying earlier, if you could see like that original script. Yes. It'd be very interesting to see where they're going to go otherwise and didn't have time or money. Well, say, filming-wise, one and a half years, editing and, and stuff like that, two and a half years, so it could be. I mean, there's some... There's, there's a bit in here where, you, I, I said to you, so there's definitely something that you, you wouldn't do now, is when you find the Black Watchman. That bit, no, that... Um, he's, no, 
I, I don't mean to, is that a black man and black actor or is it somebody who's black I don't know but that's I, the I'm bit, not too sure like, yeah I think sort of got a very racial element that has and there is a racial element to this film because he don't like anyone does he really? he doesn't like anyone but neither did Dirty Harry no no that's it exactly, but so, you're right they said that now if they had a film they probably wouldn't put this bit in the film this no bit. because there's a bit way it's an unnecessary murder as well it's like it ain't even that's again it's again. not about money no 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 so that's what that's well like. that person shouldn't be there and yeah, he yeah. says they shouldn't, they shouldn't be here and he goes he actually turned around and goes cheeky, cheeky bastards or cheeky buggers and goes, uh, they have a black watchman. Yeah, so and he says you can't see them in the dark, which is clearly that's. So, I mean, that's pretty racist. racist. Fuck it. It's like a Jim but Davidson a, kind of joke. Yeah, Jim Davidson kind of joke. But again, and then he talks about penis size, doesn't he? It's yeah. yeah. Now, now we can see if it's true. So really, you're ticking all the boxes of stereotypes there, aren't you? But again, this is not somebody you're meant to like. No, no, you no. You like no, him no. at times because he's, 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 he's quite funny. funny. He's funny, and you think he'd probably good to have like you know he knows his food, he knows his wines. But again, you've got to be reminded that. He's not a nice person. No, no. And, uh, and like this my thing about the, the change of it with the crew, that they're all, they all look scared of him. Mm. Right? They all look like, fucking hell, we shouldn't have ever started this. Yeah. And that's why I don't like the, them getting involved in it, because we're going to talk about the two scenes. Mm. There's only two... Like I said, if you took the two scenes out where I dislike, which is the kid and the gang rape, mm. I would like this film. Yeah. I've got like it, Ed, fun. Not fun, but you know, <laughs> not fun. But you know I mean, I like that. Fun, fun. But there's them two bits, and that, especially the rape scene, mm. took me right out of the film. I was thinking, I just don't believe that scene. Okay, well, we'll, it, well, I'll, I'll count you that when we get when we get to it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's the fact, it's the fact that you know, if you take people who saw this film, they always talk about because I don't know what people are saying about it on IMDb, and everyone talks about that scene. Yeah. Saying oh, I end up people, there's a bloke there saying I love it, and I get to that bit, I speed it up, mm. I just speed. Through. I don't need to see that scene. No, there's a, there's a there is a line in this where, and I didn't realise this. I wrote something very similar in a, a, a script I did for Australia. And obviously something must have said, because like anything, you think you've got a good idea. It's bound to have been done before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he turns around and says, oh, I've killed a few Arabs, and I've buried them. Facing yeah, Mecca, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I like that. That's funny. Because that's an intelligent... Yeah, yeah, it's a good I wrote something very similar about um, uh, flying to space, but the reason why you don't get any Arabs is because you've got to fly a different direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously that must have stayed somewhere in my head. Um, there's a certain point here where he talks about architecture, as you said. Um, and he goes to the old Pierce person's house. Yeah. Well, he, he breaks in and he He's knocks on the door and says, we're part of the film, we're talking about people being lonely and not being talked to. Oh, another not very nice now, don't you like, now, I'm not saying, again, we're not saying don't you like it, I don't mean that. Uh, the, the scene is sad. But is, there's anything like that, I mean, do you, do you yeah. think it's a good kill for a start? The way, and the way he explains it. It is. But then again, he talks about at the beginning that he's got a thing about rich people. Hmm. And the people he's killing are all working people. And this is the this is the thing. Like, I don't know. That's you know. Honestly, it's a funny scene. Check it out. It's a funny scene. Yeah. Because it scares the boys. Like, but it's like, and you think that's a lonely old woman on there on her own, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. like killing people like that for us. Like, what kill rich people? But well, he does like her. He does. Yeah. That's exactly. Easy. So he oh, knows yeah. that, and, and it's generalisation, I suppose. But I think it's probably true then, because. The older generation didn't trust banks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he knew that she was going to have money all over the place. He'd also seen that she had heart tablets on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was able to use his. his and he's trying to give, and they're trying to give the camera the money to fund yeah. the film. Fund the film. Yeah. So he's actually paying for the film at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He finds the money under the tablecloth. I like that the way he finds it. Voila! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's throwing all the money. 
The only bit that takes you back out of it, and again, this is the point your wife's saying, oh God, he's just killed an old lady. By saying, snuff it, old lady, snuff it. Yeah. Terrible, terrible accent, I do apologize. Yes. Um, but then he turns around and says, the old lady has wet my appetite, let's go and get muscles. Now, one, that means he's enjoyed it, but what I really like about that next scene is the fact that the camera crew have got other stuff to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he looks like a real lost oh, yeah. child, and then he's like, oh, okay, well, no, I'll go on my own. I'll, I'll walk. walk. I'll walk. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and you can see he's, he's proper. Because a lot of the time in this film, he's drinking a lot, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Because I was looking at what some people were saying, said, like, that one of the producers, that they, they said, that the point was it in the original script, he was a raging alcoholic, mm. and that was the only way he could deal with all this stuff, and that was sort of pared back a bit, but he still, there's still bits where he's constantly got beer, yeah. you know, he's I always think that's drinking. a good thing to do, because I think that's very, it's a very easy way of doing yeah, yeah, by saying someone's an alcoholic. It's like when you say, oh, there's a new police drama, like, oh, look, he's a divorced ex-alcoholic. Yeah, 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 yeah. You think, oh, come on, yeah, you, don't yeah, need yeah. To, you don't need to do stuff like that. Um, he does get drunk, he ends up vomiting everywhere, but he, he, and but does it this is a bit that I don't get. It suddenly cuts to him running naked on the beach. Now that's that that? well he's doing poetry there, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's but it's very kind of like what you imagine cheesy poetry to be like, doesn't very it? Very student film. Very student film. Unless we need to have a naked bit in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no need for that bit. No. Also, because his poetry's bad, isn't it? His poetry's bad anyway. It's bad. Uh Valerie, tell me what you think about Valerie, he's childhood friend. Yeah. That's Where, why do you think that relationship is? Because is it, is it? I think it's still very childlike. Yeah. Yeah. It's very protective, isn't it? He's like very protective. protective. Yeah. Like, and so it, it's weird because he's very protective about his family, isn't it? Yeah. But he's destroying families, mm. and that is the 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 irony of all that, isn't it? That he can't seem to see this is doing this. Mm. You know, it all comes back on him later, doesn't it? Well, yeah. Yeah. It ultimately, ultimately what, what you reap is what you, you know, yeah, what yeah, you yeah. sow, isn't it? Uh, the, I, I love the whole thing with Valerie. The only thing that took me out of it is that you know when he's playing the piano. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He turns around and says, "Oh, you need to do a four-four. He actually drops a beat. Four threes in it. And that's a minor thing. Yeah. But the fact he's clearly not playing the piano. <laughs> he's clearly not playing that piano. Or yeah, there's yeah. nothing. He's, there's, there's no clearly that's music being put up. She might well be playing the flute. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But there's no way he's playing that piano because yeah, he's yeah. so out of time. That it does come back, back later, which is that, that's like, a bit of a but. There is a reason for that, isn't there? So, yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. Taxi driver bit. So he's chasing somebody in a taxi. Yeah. Now he doesn't explain who he's chasing. No, no. Is it another hitman or something? But he just shoots a taxi driver and then jumps out again. Yeah. Another, another great, great bit of filmmaking. This is because uh, clearly they're using places they know they can get away with driving quickly down places. Definitely. And they go to disused places. There's a lot of. I think there's that thing. It's got very much like um, like a scatter shot narrative, hasn't it? Yeah. It's like some of the scenes don't make sense. No. And I don't think they're meant to make sense. No, and I think it's literally meant to be because this is the, the rough edit of the documentary. You're watching the rough edit, really, as it goes yeah, on. Yeah. Because when he's searching for that, that person, the old factory, and he says, he, he just whispers and he goes, Doomsday, Doomsday is near. So you don't, not too sure where you mentioned that. He's got the pigeons and everything. But he loses his ID bracelet. Yeah, and he's, yeah, and he's, yeah, and he's really worried about that. He's worried about know? that. And he said, but he, he explains that it's, it's not expensive, but it's expensive to him, so to yeah. his father. But what I like about that scene is when they're all looking for it, there's no sound. No, there's not. So he's talking to the camera. And he's ordering them away, really bad. Yeah, yeah, he's ordering them Getting into all the bloody work. Yeah. And then slowly the sound comes on because the sound, then, because I'm there going, what's going on here? Yeah. And then, because I'd forgotten about that, but then you see the, the guy with the sound mic walking up the stairs, and slowly the sound comes in. I think that is a brilliant yeah, bit of writing, yeah, yeah. that is. Because it takes you in it, you remember that, oh, I'm, sorry, I'm watching a documentary. Yeah, yeah. You always know you're not watching a documentary, yeah, yeah. but you know it's. And I tell you what's interesting, like when they when they kill the first 
Sandman gets killed for the first one. Yeah, Patrick. Yeah, it's like it just happens really weirdly because it's not set up. No. All of a sudden, it's like a what the the you're in a shot and he's, he's dead. Yeah, and that's what this written. But that's one of the thing. Like you see, your Sandman killed, and you're like, ah, fuck. Let's carry on doing this film. Let's get someone else okay, in. Well, what I like about that right, is that you, you, he turns around, doesn't he? Remember, he then talks to the camera and he says, you know, the, uh, this film, you know, with you and uh, Marseille and your unborn daughter, and this film is your film. This is dedicated to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What makes me laugh is when the other guy gets killed again. Oh, yeah. He says exactly same. It's the same woman and the same child. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Going, Hold on a minute. Is it? Is he just saying this thing? Or what? Is it? Or yeah, is, yeah, is yeah. this person actually having an affair with, with each of them? I quite like that kind of thing. Now he does take it about like you said that he talks about he clearly doesn't like a lot of people and he asks them if they're gay don't they there's that an uncomfortable conversation that is that, that, a yeah. realistic conversation it is a realist but I think that is like this ticks all the boxes of if you want to be offensive for the film these days mm-hmm. if you want if you've never seen this film right and you want to see a film that's offensive because it is offensive and I like offensive I really <laughs> do yeah. I do but these days these bits in this film would not be in the film because there's no because that gay bit he's like I ain't bothered but he obviously is isn't he because he's talking about I do not think that's that's important because it's all very well why does he need to know that he's gay why does he need to know because clearly he doesn't like people who are gay yeah he does I think you need that because he goes I ain't bothered but he obviously is isn't he that's what I'm saying you need to have stuff like that because not everyone's see the trouble is it's a bit like that film um, Inside Out you know the Disney film right it's all about joy. Oh no, she, she shouldn't be okay. Look, I'm not, I'm not being horrible, but not everybody is nice. Not everybody's gonna turn around and be happy that you're yeah, okay. I know, I agree. We don't give a shit, but some people out there do give a shit about it. And I think you, you, you've still gotta highlight these people because yeah, if you don't, oh, you'd be lying. It's just you know, that you just don't see things like that. In that 90s, everything was fair game. Do you think that's, that, that's, that's kind of, but do you think that's gonna be ultimately gonna end up in a bad way nowadays because- Or would it go back round again? Because I said revolutions. Well, it could be, couldn't it? it I could, think it will because I think, I think like that early nineties was against the you know talk about woke now. But we grew up in the eighties where everything was like PC, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the big thing in the eighties. That's why Tarantino got like eighties films then because mm. all the the juice he calls it from the seventies films, <laughs> all the juice, all the bigotry, and all this that makes films yeah. makes you like cats or don't like was taken out the 80s mm. and that early 90s everyone went sort of rolled against it didn't yeah. they and yeah. there was that brief period where there was loads of films like this natural born killers mm-hmm. and yeah there's yeah uh, uh the one we talked about the other french one uh, uh killing zoe killing zoe and you had like irreversible Oof. didn't they and you know now that's the film the han that had some really no the han is quite i quite like the oh no but that's the thing there's like where bravery was he sort of went away now we're talking about films are brave now they're not what they're there's not there's not i think i think this is nowhere near as horrible as irreversible no, no. Oh. That, that's, just, 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 that's just, I can't. That's another film I never need to see. No, I don't. I haven't watched that. I sold that to Lars. And uh, I tell him, it's a great movie. Watch it with your missus. And he did. He went, You could have told me. But I think, the, I, think, I think you need to have stuff like this in film because there's no point in turning around saying the world's a great place when it isn't a great no, place. No, no. Why should you not have bigots in something? Because there yeah, are bigots oh, out there. It's like the worst thing you can do. It's like what we said a couple of years ago about stuff like uh, the, you know, in sickness and in health, the death is too part where you've got a clearly bigoted, racist, homophobic man, and she goes, oh, you can't show that on TV. Well, you should show it on TV yeah. because there's still people like that out there. Yeah. And, and he lost. He, and he lost. He was the one who was made to look like yeah, an idiot. Yeah. You've got the, the, yeah, yeah. the black son-in-law and the, the other guy, I think, was it Marigold? 
Was that a different program? No, it was. Mandy it was Mandy. Mandy. Okay. So he always, they always come out on top, and he's the one who makes it look like And there's Warren Mitchell turned yeah. around and said, when he goes, oh, Elf, yeah, we agree with you. And he goes, well, then you're an idiot because I'm taking the piece out of yeah. you. You have to have that. Yeah, you I should agree. have it because it highlights stuff. It's exactly like the same thing we we're saying about people who pull down statues. Yeah, no, don't put it down. Have a board next to it telling you the history of the yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. So you learn it's from these things. Cancer culture is a modern thing. It's the worst thing like anything you don't like, and get rid of it. Get rid of it. Yeah. Get rid of them people. Oh, let's look like, 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 like I said, this is something a bit different now, but it is right. I think it's like the thing we've at the moment in sport is taking the knees, isn't it? They mm. think that's going to get rid of racists. It's not going to get rid of racists. It just makes them further underground. Mm. But they talk about it like saying, you know, how many races have been changed with someone taking a knee? No. I mean, as we just found out, it's made more of them. It's made more of them, yeah. Right, this is by not talking about mm. things and making them people that they, they can't have an opinion. Let their opinions out so you can talk them down. Yeah, exactly. Don't, so, don't, don't cancel them. No. I don't know, I ain't racing bit. All these things, but in that 90s, it was more on everything was up in the air for so it was a remember actually think about it, it was a great time to get first into films and not as well. Yeah, it really was as well. And also when you think about it, then we had a sudden turn in England with new Labour coming in. The whole the whole thing kind of kind of turned really. So it was definitely a great time to be to be into creative stuff. It really really was. There's there's things about this film, like as we said, just said then his conversation regarding asking them if they're gay because he said but and he's very stereotypical again because he's like you're in showbiz all gay people are in showbiz it's been very stereotypical yeah, it's yeah. been very idiotic yeah, yeah. and they're not great showbiz <laughs> no no of course not like the guerrilla cam crew but he then cuts to they want him to go to a suburban place where they know there must be money because they're desperate for money now because they're that, yeah that, this that, is that, that, that and this is where, this is where they turn because but then again you see that I mean you look at I'm not saying this is the same thing but look at Coppola during Apocalypse Now. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, he, he got that obsessed. Oh, he's where mad. He started selling his house, he started doing this new now. You don't know the same person does that. No. So they're starting to see their vision of what they're making and they need the money for it. So who'd you go and rob? Rich people. But he doesn't want to do it. He says, we won't get any money there. We'll go. He goes there, punches a woman straight in the face nice. and she goes, now, again, like I said to you, you wouldn't know these people aren't actors. That's amazing. Because I find that really disturbing. She goes into a massive elect- epileptic fit. Yeah, yeah. And I find that really disturbing. Again, he goes and finds the husband and bangs his head on the, the bathroom sink, cut to Bond, where we, we saw, I finally saw, apart from From Russia With Love, and I think Leave and Let Die, that's the one of the best fight scenes in Bond, where you actually feel the head crack off the sink. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. hurts. Yeah. You see the blood gets, clearly they've done well on there, because you don't see it when it walks in. No, no, no. And this is what you was on about, where the kid runs off. Uh, now, there's no cash in the house. And as he turns around, he goes, there's no cash now. I'm not a lunatic. Yeah, yeah, but he says that. He says, You've made me do that. You're responsible for it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. see, he's quite clearly annoyed. He does kill the kid in there. Now, he has to kill the kid because I've seen him. It's, it's still horrible, though, isn't and it? And he's already suffocating with a pillow. Right. But even then, he, he chastises the film crew later yeah, on. He's, he's just, chatting away when he's doing it. Yeah, he? He's just talking away as he's suffocating. Right now, is the pathos in that? Is mm. the humour in that? Uh, I wouldn't say it's laugh out loud funny. Nah, nah. But. The thing is, what is good about this film is that you laugh at something or you smile about something, and then you're immediately brought back into the other thing. Why, why are you laughing at this? Yeah, yeah. I it makes you question the reason why you're laughing. You, you know, we've got there's so many of these days in, in modern kind of like essays about man by itself. There's so many reality TV programs on there, like Traffic Cops, Hollywood Cops, especially in America where you've got cops. 
where you actually see them chase somebody and shoot somebody. Yeah, you do, yeah. But you take that as normal. Yeah, yeah. What's the difference if somebody... And Okay, we saw footage not only not only last year of George Floyd being uh, being killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was a news report where you saw a police officer's knee on his neck. You saw him losing his breath. Yeah, You yeah. saw him dying. Yeah, yeah. Did you think anything bad? I mean, yeah. you thought you think that's horrible. Yeah. But why did you yeah. watch it? You watch it because it's news? Of course, yeah, You watch yeah. it because it's reality? That's it. What's the difference? Yeah, I know, I know. What's the difference between this? Apart from that, this is meant to be entertainment. Entertainment. Is the news not entertainment? Yeah, but it is now. It's it? meant to be entertainment and factual. It's exactly the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's right? just a really young... I've got a, you know me, I've got a thing about... Well, you don't like children and Guy. animals, do you? So? Uh, yeah, and it's like, I, I, you know, and like I said, I don't like child's play and all them kind of things, but when it's like an innocent thing, I can't watch anything about like... You know, hunting the paedophile. Are you like them kind of brands? Yeah, with the, you know them things. And no, I, I can't even like the stem. I, I like the science behind. Yeah, I can't even. I know people. I can't. I suppose that shows I'm normal. <laughs> so Emma said that shows well, you have got a heart. Well, it does, yeah. But so not everything is your thing, is nah, it? No, no, no. I like, I like because because I, I I did law for a bit. I wanted to go into law. I like psychological criminology and stuff like that. I like the workings behind it. I'm not actually bothered by. It's like I really don't have much like you like your serial killers. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't really have much interest in them. No. I like the. I'm, I'm more interested yeah, yeah. in how they get them yeah, and yeah. and behind the, yeah. the also behind the psychological aspects of what makes a serial killer. Yeah. Or anything else. Yeah, yeah. You can't just turn around and say they're mad. Clearly they are. Nah. But it's nah, an easy excuse to say. It's like nowadays one thing is oh he's schizophrenic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, well, that's all very well. So like, oh, I, I did it because I was drunk. No, that's not an excuse no, no, for, no, for, no, for that no. kind of behaviour. You do see bits more of humanity in Benoit as this film goes on. As you said earlier on, regarding his family, he takes his grandpa out for a drink, she can't drink. He likes doing his boxing, he gets knocked out straight away. Really, yeah. Uh, which, which is, yeah, he, gets, he obviously clearly nearly breaks his neck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, which he, you know, later on, you know, he, he does end up sort of like, you know, lose, nearly losing a postman, doesn't he? Because of, because of stuff like that. I do like the bit where they're, they're talking about the, um, the drinking, right? So they're talking about the drinking. I oh, like the woman cleaner as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's an interesting thing. So who's she? Yeah, yeah. Where does yeah. she come? That's never really explained. Yeah, but yeah, she yeah. clearly doesn't like him. Yeah. And he's paying for so it. So you're building up now to the drinking scene that leads yeah. on to the horrible. So thing. you've got the gin, gin and tonic, olive and sugar. Yeah. No, I don't. I never did that. Is that a real thing? A dead baby called a dead baby. It's called boy? a dead baby boy. Is it a real thing? I don't know. I didn't look it up. I bet you it can't. I'm, I'm going to look it up. I can't imagine. Fucking. Should we have that in the cocktail week? Yeah. But there's an ironic thing to this. Okay, so you've just seen him kill a boy, dead baby boy. He's talking about a cocktail which is called dead baby boy because of the olive falling and the, and yeah, the yeah. rises. Those two things are linked. Now, is it linked because he's drinking to forget what they've done? Yeah. He blames the crew for that one. He says, I don't normally do. He says he doesn't normally kill children, yeah. but earlier on in he the film, he talked about the ballast aspect. He's done it before, yeah. He's done, he's done that before. Um, he leaves singing, very drunk. That's very good drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where they are drunk, I'm not too sure. Now, this is the scene where they're drunk, and this is a scene that you don't like. I'm trying to. It's not a scene I particularly it, like I, either. I, I, right. it, I think it's an absolute. It's supposed to be supposed to be an absolutely horrible scene. And do you want to explain it? Do you know? <laughs> I had to watch it on plus bit faster oh, yeah, like, like I do Walking Dead <laughs> I wanted to get through the scene because I, I knew it was coming because straight away I, I thought yeah I remember are. it I remember it now mm -hmm. I forgot about it about my head well it's just a very weird scene and I think it's the tone of this scene is odd because anyway right they're drunk and for some reason 
They want to go on. He never explains why he's doing it for Reed, no. does he? He just. It's weird because the door's open, in it. Mm. He just runs into someone's flat, yeah. and there's a man, a man and his wife having sex. That's having sex. And then he grabs him, and then for some reason the crew start gang raping her. Yeah. And he's watching, and the blokes are standing there, mute as an ape. And I he's think, just I that. Think, I think that's because you said earlier. I think you said. I, 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 we both would turn around and say, oh, if that's my wife, you, I'm going to go down and fight here. Because he knows he's going to die. Yeah, you, we say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Of course, a no bit, one knows. You know, everyone, everyone always turns around and says, don't they? Because, well, you know, if there's loads of German officers, why don't one of them have a go? Well, yeah. that's all got guns. Because you're scared. And you're scared. You're petrified. You don't think someone's going to come into your house. Yes. One, with a gun. Two, with a film crew for the start. Gang rape your wife. And filming it. And filming it. This so, is that weird thing in that scene. I don't understand why they would cross that line. I know, yeah, again, that, I don't like the way they had to make them drunk to get into that scene. Do you see what I mean? They're saying that because they were drunk, mm. they're all going mad. But I, I suppose though, there is that thing where, like I said, you know, like I just said earlier on, if you do something when you're drunk, like, the whole thing about drinking is it takes your inhibitions away. Now, you're either naturally a loud person, like we both are. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit more of a, you know, what's it called, vacantory, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of thing like that. Uh, you 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 just start doing dancing. dancing. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's and that's the, every time we go out. That's what happens. Some people are gropers. Some people are violent. <laughs> and some people mute. Some quiet, people no. go mute and don't talk. Disappear. Disappear. <laughs> and just just bugger off. So they've watched now killings happen. Yeah. And bear in mind that there's montages of it. So there's loads and loads of oh, different deaths. So that can't that can't not affect you. Yeah. It cannot affect. Now, I'm not saying this is the reason why they do it. Do they want to be part of it? They've been talking about French cinema. They've been talking about different types of films. They've been talking about different scenes in films. They're still saying cinema. Yeah. They're yeah. doing it. Are they pretending that they're filming the uh, yeah. filming the scene? I don't know. It's never explained. It is horrific because I think she's pregnant. Yeah. It's as just well. a horrible scene. Fair play to the actress for doing that. Ah, yeah, now, yeah. There is a bit here. Let me read this out. Um, the filmmakers were very nervous while shooting the rape scene. The actress who played the rape victim was very supportive of the course of the film, however, however, and let the filmmakers do their thing. This gave comfort to the crew, especially Remy Balvaux, who was very shy about his nude scene. So again, like everything in film, it's not always, you know, so you've got, because obviously there's consent because the fact that the woman's an actress is just into her. I think it, I think you're right, okay? I think it, you, there's no need for this. There's no need, that's my thing, there's, but, but, it's so powerful, it's uh, so disturbing, yeah, yeah. that I think, would, would it damage the reasoning for, because I think this is the first time, obviously you dislike Benoit, say it's really hard because he's, he's like an anti-hero, you, you can't help but like him in some parts, and, and this is for a lot of films, where you end up, does they kill somebody, stuff like that, but you still like him? Uh, yeah. Dexter yeah yeah, 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 yeah so you're not meant to but there's something about um, this is where it turns yeah yeah nah. where you think hold on a minute this is not you're not meant to like them you've just been enjoying a film of watching yeah. him kill people yeah, yeah, yeah you haven't thought of it now you're seeing something now also I think and I'm not too sure because it's black and white I think they make it look like they've disemboweled her at the end, yeah, because you can't tell if you can't tell where his clothing yeah, is. Yeah, and it's like no one else. Oh, no, no, so no. I was like, ooh, and then you see the husband in the sink dead, but they're pissed on the floor. Yeah, and I think that's even. It's like they've just 
passed out there. That meant they didn't run away. They haven't tried to run away. They haven't tried to hide it. And they're still filming it. So someone's still sober because they're filming it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that adds something to it. So but I think this is the scene now. I think if you'd never saw this film and you don't like extreme cinema, like mm. in tech, a lot of really strong people go, oh, I really enjoyed that scene. I don't think anyone could say they enjoyed it's that impressive. scene. And for me, to watch his everything, it's like, it's just, it's just the whole coldness of it mm. all, isn't it? They're having this fucking whale of a time and she's being raped and he's scared Steve and then they get up and then they're fucking killed in the room mm. it's like ah oh. and that's when you want him to get his come up and send it yeah. yeah well then you do then this automatically then well he finds they find a rat with a spike through its backside through its mouth and it's a warning sign from Italian don't think his brothers because they've killed they've already killed the, the, uh, the nice and gallant I think we said earlier earlier there there's a film crew also doing their own documentary it's even more weird and they say they're oh, filming on tape and they smack <laughs> the camera <laughs> yeah but you, we then cut to the boxing bit where he gets knocked out cold and uh, you've gone from that so you, he gets knocked out and you think oh well that you know you get you got that coming but then he's in the hospital and then we get back to humor again where you've got the old man in the bed next to him talking about shitting himself yeah. and he goes have you done caca yeah, yeah, yeah. now i quite like that scene because i like the fact the nurse doesn't give it an app she does not care yeah, about yeah. this whole this, this old guy but he's also makes out that he kind of does it because he's saying you like it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Is that another pervy, pervy, a slight, you know, this whole film? Is this film about perversion? Is is that does that add into it where you've just had rape through enjoyment of killing? You've you, and now you've got a thing yeah, of defecation. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? All the things that you really, in any normal person, doesn't like to talk. About. No one likes talking about having to go for a dump. No, no one talks. About, no one in their right mind would want to talk about rape. And certainly no one really wants to wait, hey, it'd be great if we kill something like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, These are yeah. things that in by natural standards you don't like. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's laid out in front of you. Um, it goes to uh, Benoit's birthday party. Now this is another bit that which which you weren't well not I say you didn't like, but you you were perplexed about it slightly. Do you wanna say Well that? no, just because of the I think the subtitles are wrong it's now. Uh, it's actually a filming wrong that it is in one of the scenes where they say that he, he give me give me the uh, He says give me the because because weirdly, it's like they're at this weird dinner, uh, like birthday party, mm. eating cake and champagne, and all the crew and his prostitute friend are there, all looking scared stiff, aren't they? Yeah. They're all looking really, really scared, and they buy him a present, and it's a gun holster, which won't fight for it. And look how great it is. Yeah. Then there's a mistake when he says, oh, uh, pass me a revolver, and it's a pistol, isn't it? And then he shoots him. Well, this is the first time you, you realise that they know what he does for a living because yeah. they're all sitting there. It's a bit stiff. Yeah, yeah they all look a bit scared, don't they? You've got this bloke who appears to be Valerie's boyfriend now and you look at him and think, well, she got out of him, but still, that's, you know, it's, you can't choose your actors. Um, now, I like this because he's at a party and they're all like, yeah, just, but he, this new guy keeps whispering stuff in her ear and they're looking at Ben, which would make anyone paranoid, I suppose. Is he deliberately taking a piece? And if so, he knows what he does for a living. Yeah, yeah, he must do. Because he, he must know they took over from someone he killed. Them. Yeah. <laughs> so he then shoots him in the head and then sits Just carries on. And, and then carries on. Have more cake. Have more cake. But it's, it's Jenny who brings him the cake and she calls him Sir. Sir, yeah. And that's the, and you real, he realises, what, what, you don't call me Sir, what do you call me Sir? Is this the first time she's they've scared, actually seen she? him kill somebody? Do you know what I mean? For no reason as well, that's the thing. Yeah. Just for like, a slight. Uh, you don't even know he was taking the picture you don't know mm. he's just whispering he's just whispering 
they have to get rid of the body so they wrap it up and this is where you find all the now this I think is a great scene I don't know how they did this but the water's gone so all the bodies are there and he sends the film crew down there and he's showing from the top I can still see a hand there yeah 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 and that's I think that then takes this whole film to a different level I think because one is this the first time the water's gone and because there's loads of bodies. No one's noticed. No, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Surely the water would be putrefied and and the smell and the it? smell would be horrendous. So the, you got the level then of like unrealism to a, to a certain degree. I think the problem with this film is what what maybe you don't like or what a lot of people would like is the realism of this film. This is the first yeah. time he goes, hold oh, a minute, like you said, somebody would compl- complain about the smell. Yeah, I'm a bit. Or weird is it because like it's such a degraded area that nobody would would really. I care. think that might be a big sad that no one cares about all these people. Yeah. Um, this is where now he gets the um, he goes to try to get another post when he dies but this is where the whole thing goes pear-shaped for but he ends up in prison so you don't know how well, he ends well, up first of all he, oh yeah he ends up in prison for. you don't know and he said he's going to get the worst sentence imaginable is it and because then, is it because so they find the bodies so yeah but then so. Wait a minute, he's out yeah, if he escapes. It don't make any, don't show any of that. It's just no. a very weird thing. I think that's obviously going to purpose. How's he got it? So he's got a prison uniform on. Has he got the prison uniform on? Yeah, he has. He's got the prison uniform on. He goes, take me to Valerie. Yeah. So he goes to Valerie, and this is where you find she's dead, and she's had a flute inserted in. Yeah, 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 yeah. By a bum, which is quite disturbing, and it's to do with the rat, because, you know, we get yeah, And all he's doing, he's washing the bloody finger. Yeah, he washes <laughs> it. He goes, again. Yeah. Um, but clearly he's distraught. And then he goes to his parents' house, and there's a. Thankfully, you don't see any of that because obviously you, you, you wouldn't have filmed that with his parents. But uh, he turned. He goes, you know, is she what has happened? He goes, yeah. well, she wasn't a musician, so they used a broom on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. you think, and I think that's it's a wonderful bit. Yes, yeah. I think that's a wonderful scene though, because that's left for your imagination. There's nothing better than your imagination because he puts you in the worst kind of position going, basically. And this is when he, he's, you know, you know for a while that he's going to get he's going to get shot and ultimately in the warehouse they, they all slowly get killed slightly different versions of this exist we're slow to fade we get the one where you do hear the pigeons because he says the pigeons are he's back. obsessed with that pigeon all the way pigeons. you asked earlier on about that cocktail Brent's cocktail Petit Grégory is a reference to a murder case in France that involved the killing of the four year old Gregory ah. who was found floating in a river with his hands and legs tied very much like the olive in the cocktail that is tied to a sugar cube the murder case was covered very thoroughly by the media and the phenomenon that this movie deals with. So it's also like, you know, a bit of a nod to that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, he ends up getting killed and all the film crew get killed. Uh, I'll tell you about the, the spoiler thing here that it says. It's included in the one, 1001 movies you must see before you die. Uh, the ending, this is the spoiler ending. In some versions, the final shot where everyone dies lasts until the film runs out of the camera which leaves a blank white screen after the film slips out of the camera's gate. In other versions, there is a dissolve between the final shot and the blank screen at a much sooner point, and the viewer does not see the film slip out of the gate. The Criterion Collection Edition release in 2002 has the latter version of the final shot. In Australia, the uncut version was refused classification due to sexual violence. To obtain an R rating, the extensive rape scene was completely edited out. This edited version was used for theatrical, video and DVD releases. The uncut European version includes an extensive rape scene, which is the one we saw, in which the entire film crew get involved, so even several cut versions of that. The uncut European version shows the child of the upper class couple being killed. The current US Region 1 DVD, released by Criterion, is completely uncut with the exception of the dissolve to the white screen at Uh the very end. So, there you go. I'll say, I'd like to say it's worth watching. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I wouldn't say don't watch it. 
you know, you can't like everything, can you? And like I said, no. everything on paper, I should like this film, but then, like I said, I get that gut thing. Yeah. It makes me never want to see that film ever again. Mm. Does, does us having this conversation, because we have been desperately waiting for two days. Yeah, yeah we have been a little bit. Does this conversation that we've had regarding this film change your mind any way towards appreciating it more? Or no. has, it, has it kept right. your kind of thing? Yeah, was, I'd say, right, as a technical piece, brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is what Grinner filmmaking Should used be, to be about. Yeah, 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 yeah. An original idea shot people to get people to notice it. Mm. I like that, but I still don't. I just can't get with them maybe if them two scenes weren't in it I yeah. think I'd be okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. say if I watched one of them cut versions I and what I think yeah it's just about a hitman mm. or well not a hitman I say that because that's what people think of, yeah, say. Yeah, people exactly. think he's a hitman he's not a fucking hitman no, not a hitman. hitman are doing it for money he's a serial killer he's a serial killer right I love serial killer things I love all them kind of films but it's just them two scenes make you so uncomfortable like you say that's what he's supposed to be doing yeah, 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 and it yeah. does make you hate him but I do never want to see it again no no no. Maybe, maybe 10 years time. But yeah, maybe. Should, do, should you do a commentary track in 10 years? Yeah, but as I said, I know because you just a few of the comments. People don't like this film, do they? No, let me read, let me just get my phone on so you guys, you might hear a little bit of a beep, 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 beep uh, going on. But um, let's get my phone up where you add it on here. So Ian Higgins uh, to me said, that's a seriously uncomfortable watch, which it is. It is uncomfortable. Uh, Tom Sutherland to me said, good luck, a horrible film. So I asked him, I said, uh, why would you, would like to know your thoughts so we can read them out. And he very kindly got back in touch. He said, it reminded me of the, let me just put the glasses back on. Um, it reminded me of the Greasy Strangler in that many of the yeah. scenes are oh. scarred into my memory for life. And I truly wish I hadn't watched it. To say that I couldn't stand the main character is an understatement. An arrogant, pretentious, racist, sexist, anti-gay sociopath oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who never stops talking and who I wanted to punch in the face. As for the film, it started well in that some of the lines are quite funny in a sick way and it was obviously satirising reality documentaries, which is what we said. However, it then goes downhill. Women and children are murdered, often in very gruesome ways, and it cultivates in a rape scene that I found almost unwatchable. Not me, I, I couldn't, I couldn't watch it under. All in all, the filmmakers seem to have a pretty negative view of people, and particularly men, suggesting that we're violent and immoral and enjoy the odd rape. Well, that may be a good description of them, but not the majority of mankind, which I think is an absolute yeah, yeah. fair and, comment. And I think what he mentioned there, he mentioned the film The Greasy Strangler. Yeah. Now that film meant it's it's horrible. Oh, oh really? Uh, if would it, you if you had to choose between the Greasy Strangler and I'd Man rather watch uh, Man by Man by Dog, so I because won't be watching that then. <laughs> it's not it's just horrible and, and it's it's like that like the director on that he got like four major stars in it but not I mean four proper and then the rest of it he filled it with people mm. who failed the auditions oh right okay. so they can't act and it's just odd and that's even the title because there's a bloke who kills people he's covered in grease oh, and I mean okay. it's, so you it's, can't it's a yucky film it just, it's just horrible it's not as violent as that but it's just so horrible with the grease in it they're all obsessed with grease in it oh god it's a horrible oh. film yeah just your reaction there is yeah it's a, it's a horrible film uh, the other comment was from Just Adams great movie I can understand I have no problem with people liking it because I'm all for people liking pushing the envelope yeah, yeah. but it's just a bit too far for me yeah, yeah. if it was okay. shot better maybe if, I, if it was shot like a proper film I probably wouldn't have a problem with it but I think it, would, it wouldn't have the effect that, that would, I think it's meant to do that's, yeah. that's the thing that it works for mm. 
So there we go, Man by Stark. Uh, there will be a link in, uh, on our Facebook page if you want to go and buy it. I, I, I really recommend you do watch it. Yeah, because, I, yeah I think it's, it's not any streaming service. No, it won't be. No. But try, and get the uncut, try and get the uncut version if you can. But if, you, if you've just heard me and Cal talk about it, if those two scenes yes. really don't float your boat, go for the edited version. At least you know, still getting the good stuff in. You're still getting the good stuff. You're still seeing the humour in it, which is great. Yeah, now, yeah. unusual for us here in Waffle Towers, we actually do know what we're going to do the next two months. I'm going to leave my esteemed yeah, colleague here right. to talk about it. So cheer us up. We're going to do True Romance next. Yes. Right, we we'll just talk about the other day. It's got delivered today. And Megs has got an amazing version that only come out this month, This it? month, 4K version of it. Right, 4K. So we love that. And it gives us our QT all the while. Gives a bit more QT and, and we also get to play some... The film uh, after that yeah. is a proper curiosity that yeah. we used to watch when we were about 15 at school. <laughs> How comes to Frogtown? Uh, what do I have a feeling that Anthony James is going to like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, he's just got him written all over now. Rowdy, Rowdy Point. Anyway, recently passed away. Passed away, passed away. Yeah, yeah, passed away. We're going to see if you like it as much as the Redmond 15. I have a that. suspicion the answer is going to be no. no. <laughs> I have a suspicion we're going to be quite disappointed by no. that. Yeah. So, are we going to do How Comes to Frogtown first or Two Romance first? What do you want to do? Do you think we should have something a bit like Hyde? Yeah, How Comes to Frogtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah that Let's first. do How Comes to Frogtown because, because True Romance, there is some gruesome bits of True But there's also some great. And there is a scene, we are going to put it in, it does use the N-word, but it's Christopher oh, Walken it's and it's Dennis Hopper. It's so. such a classic scene. But in the meantime, we are going to do Hell Comes to Fogtown. So if anybody has any opinions of this classic uh, 1987... Yeah, and a good thing, it's on Amazon. Amazon for so free. Out there, I just, you know, because I probably wouldn't buy the Criterion edition. <laughs> Unload it's a Criterion edition. <laughs> <laughs> you had the video of this, didn't I you? I used to have the video of it. One of them weird things. Yeah, another thing, when there used to be... A good time, and there's a lot of weird films about it, weren't there? I think we might have been older than 15. Was it about older than 15? No, I think I could have sworn we watched it at Kelly Mood Road. When I was living there. When you were living there. there. So that we was at We school, used to love it, but I ain't saw this. But we just, yeah. let's do something a bit. Let's do something really light, light and. Compared high. to what we've just done. <laughs> yeah, we need a bit of light. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. So uh, please do get in touch with us. Jen's going to be here in a minute with all our uh, blurb where you can come and talk to us, and we'll see you next month. Bye. You've been listening to Waffle On. If you'd like to get in touch or join the mailing list, you can by emailing the guys at waffleonpodcast at gmail.com. You can also have some waffly fun by joining their Facebook page. Simply type in Waffle On Podcast in the search bar and away you go. This has been a Waffle On production. Copyright Simon Meddings and Mark C. Kelly. Reflect for a moment on the art of cinema. Think of a motion picture like The Last Emperor and the nine Academy Awards it so richly deserved. Consider the profound emotional experience of a truly great film. Then forget it, sweetheart. Yes, better blow it out your exhaust pipe, cinema lover, because here comes fun with hair on it. Oh, that's disgusting. You're going to see the biggest piece of shattering entertainment that ever molested your sensibilities. That sounds great. Want a plot? Here it is. It's the end of the 20th century, and mankind has blown its wand. <laughs> The fate of humanity rests in the groin of one man. 
Their leader, Commander Toady, has kidnapped some pilgrims who wandered into their territory. We're going to get them out, and then you're going to get them pregnant. Yes, if you want a brilliant film, you can go right to... We're going to Frogtown. Hell comes to Frogtown. <laughs> Starring wrestling superstar, Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> Move over, Mr. Mel Gibson and Mr. Robert De Niro. Here comes acting talent and sensitivity like you've never seen. You are one weird dude. And speaking of talent, turn green, Ms. Meryl Streep. Here's Sandal Bergman, the exquisite star of Red Sonia, and Conan the Barbarian. Hell comes to Frogtown, a story of mutant sex and people like you and me. It's hot, it's wet, and it's bad. It's Hell comes to Frogtown. <laughs>